Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show, coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today is day two with our special guest, pastor of the Encounter Charlotte in Charlotte, North Carolina, and the author of the brand new book, Summoning the Demon, AI, Aliens, and the Antichrist, Bishop Alan DiDio. Our co-hosts today are Maricela Woodall and Armando De La Vega. And now, live from Gray Street at Morningside, USA, here's your host, Ricky Baker. Hello, we want to thank you for watching Jim Baker's PTL Television Network. This is day two with yes. Bishop Alan DiDio, and you are not going yes. to want to miss this. Uh, if you haven't watched day one, please take the time right now. Pause your on-demand. Go back and watch day one because there is some information you are not going to want to miss. Amanda, the PTL Television Network, we are the voice of the prophets. Yes, truly. we are. You know, we bring people that we trust, people that are experts in their field yes. to come interpret the times and the seasons that we're in right now. More than ever, we need a clear voice. And that clear voice for me and for all of us, is our guest today. That's right. The insight behind a powerful subject that is reshaping, listen to this, reshaping language, is reshaping culture, mm. is reshaping everything about society. And some people believe mm. this will be the greatest, the last greatest discovery of mankind. Wow. Mm. Now, I have a question for you at the beginning of the show. I, we haven't discussed this, so if it throws you off, you can you can hit me after the show. <laughs> you know, you... um grew up, or excuse me, you were born in Guatemala, then you moved to the United States. You come up with a new book, which we we're very excited about, called My Crazy Life. And the subtitle is? The Moments That Brought a Gangster to Grace. The Moments Amen. That Brought a Gangster to Grace. That's going to be available soon. You're going to be able to get it through Charisma, so we want you to go do that. Armando, you know, you, you have the influence as a younger man of that gang culture. Do you think, with the subject matter being AI, that we will see gangs utilizing AI in the future? You know, that's, that's a very good question because it has been utilized the moment the internet was created. Wow. The way recruitment started taking place, the moment the internet took place, it changed the face of the gangster world forever. Before, in the past, you were able to mobilize drugs through someone in the corner. Now you use TikTok. Wow. Now you use Instagram. Now you can use Facebook. And in the underbelly of that beast, you're able to mobilize without even being caught. Wow. So it has reshaped even the gangster world, the way they recruit, the way they communicate, the way they transport human trafficking. Even the gangster world understands that artificial intelligence can be used for even in that subject matter. Wow. wow. Bishop Alan DiDio is here with us today. He is the formidable apostolic and prophetic leader and the dynamic force behind the Encounter Today YouTube channel. Now, this is embarked on a quest for truth like we are here at the PTL Television Network. He's also the pastor of the Encounter Charlotte in Charlotte, North Carolina, and the author of the brand new book, Summoning the Demon, AI, Aliens, and the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. Bishop Alan DiDio, we want to thank you for being here on a day yeah. two with us. Bishop, what do you think of what Mondo just said, where he says that the gangster world is actually using AI currently for their benefit? You know, some people say the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was making the world believe he didn't exist. And when we're talking about gangs and the influence of gang culture on American culture, we often think of somebody walking down the street with a do-rag and saggy pants 
and we think that's the gangs. That's that's not the gangs. Gang the gang culture that he's referring to is one of the most sophisticated organizations on the planet, utilizing every form of technology in order to come across the border, in order to influence to come from south as well as from the north. Uh, of the United States. And so uh, he's right on because they're utilizing this technology. They have more power, more money than many state nations, and they're utilizing it in order to influence this culture. And I, I, I honestly believe that countries like China are funding them in order to collapse the American civilization. That That's what they're working toward. And that's why they're sending fentanyl and all kinds of other things across the border. And they're using artificial intelligence, no doubt, in order to do that. You know what's so amazing that with technology, they're making, there's an organization that is helping traffic human beings across the border, and it's not being done the way it was done back in the 80s and even the 90s. They're using technology, again, like TikTok and Facebook and Instagram in order to communicate. And right now there's an organization clearing, listen to this number, a million dollars a week through technology, mm -hmm. communication. Wow. The language barrier is no longer there. Wow. As long as you know how to use artificial intelligence in a way like a phone, these apps that are being created, they go undetected. Recruitment in the gang world changed the moment the internet was invented. Wow. The apps were created, now it got even more sophisticated in a way that now these gangs are being able to rob more people do more crime, do more drug exchange through technology than ever before, and they can be traced. Yeah, wow. No wonder millions of dollars are being funneled through technology that go undetected. And the biggest thing, Ricky, is being able to utilize a digital coin mm. because now it goes even further undetected. Wow. There are mobs and there are gangs right now that are richer than most nations right now. Wow. All through technology. Why should the church be involved? Because it matters, because yeah. it's important, because any time yeah. the culture is reshaped by a discovery that can change the world, right. we have to understand that we have to be in the middle of it. Amen. Amen. You know, Bishop, your new book is called Summoning the Demon. And I'm going to be honest with you, every time I turn on the news, I feel like uh, that title comes more and more alive every single time but we have a book trailer. I really think it's vital for us to show this. So please watch this. If you believe we have crashed craft, as uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries, yeah. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? He asked me point blank, have you read your Bible lately? And I said, well, sir, I think I know what it says. And he said, well, then you would know that these things are, are demonic. And it turns out that actually, yes, these things have been shot down and crashed and the U.S. government has the wreckage. There's just no question that some of the reports seem to tell of the sort of thing that you find in poltergeist phenomena. And with artificial intelligence, we are summoning the demon. That was Elon Musk at the end of that video, and he said, with artificial intelligence, we are summoning the demon. Wow. Bishop Alan Didio, what do you think about that statement? 
Yeah, I don't think there could be a more accurate statement. In fact, Elon Musk, when talking about artificial intelligence, he's referencing a movie scene where a character draws a pentagram on the floor and thinks he's going to summon a demon and control it. And then he laughs and says, yeah, that's that, like that's going to work out really well for him. And he says, that's what we're doing with artificial intelligence. And and he is even advancing, creating his own version of artificial intelligence. So it's really hard to tell who the good actors are and who the bad actors are, which is why the church needs to be as engaged as possible during this time, because as we've seen throughout history, and I talk, we talked about this in the last program, everybody needs to go watch that, about the Tower of Babel, where technology could have potentially been used, demonic technology used to advance Nimrod, who was trying to create a new world order through the Tower of Babel. Could this artificial intelligence, this technology, be used to advance the Antichrist agenda in the earth today? I think it's certainly possible. So we need to make sure, as believers, we're on top of it. We're staying in the vein of Elon Musk right now, and he just released the first brain microchip. Does this concern you, Bishop? Well, absolutely it's concerning. Neuralink, as amazing as the uh, advances are, as, as the possibilities are, Neuralink has been not only approved by the FDA, they've already in, gone into human trials. Uh, this Neuralink, as, long as, as well as other companies are doing this too, they're implanting chips in the brain with thousands of connections uh, to neurons. And the purpose of it now is for, very promising actually, for paraplegics to be able to, they, they call it, I, I forget the phrase they use, but it's not something the Christians would like. It's a way to control things with your mind, tele, like telekinesis, where they control things with their mind. So someone who's a paraplegic or a quadriplegic can control every device in their home. This is the hope uh, just by thinking it. They'll be able to control their television. They'll be able to control their thermostat. They'll be able to control everything just by thinking it and be able to communicate. Then the next development is that there'll be blind sight. People who are blind will be able to actually see through these chips. So you can tell that the advancements are thrilling when you consider it. One uh, expert in AI said it is in all likelihood artificial intelligence will cure cancer. On the tail end of that, it will also end civilization, but at least we will have cured cancer. Now, believer, mark my words when I say this, they truly will say these things are miracles. I'm not saying yeah. this is the yes. beast system. I'm saying they are simply setting up for the beast system. They will say, look, it gives sight to the blind. It gives mobility again to those who cannot move. Yes, these are positive things. We want the blind, their eyes to be open. We want the people who cannot mm -hmm. walk to walk again. But there is a Holy Spirit capable yeah. of doing that. Amen. And believer, miracles didn't die with the disciples. They are still good and they yes. are still active Amen. because the Holy Spirit is still good and the Holy Spirit is still active. So believer, get out there and pray. Yes. Get out there and have faith and say, yes, we believe that the blind eyes can be open. So yes, this will all come in the guise of a good thing. As the, the devil isn't stupid as he's been around for millennia. Mm -hmm. He understands that we first has to convince us it's going to be a good thing, and he's doing everything he can to do that. So by no means am I saying that this Neuralink right. is the beast system. I'm saying simply we are gradually stair-stepping yeah. to the beast yeah. system. But I want you to watch this on the Neuralink from Elon Musk. Now let's talk about Elon Musk. He put up a post a few hours ago on Twitter, now known as X, and this is what he said. The first human received an implant from Neuralink yesterday and is recovering well. Initial results show promising neuron spike detection. For the uninitiated, here's what it means. Elon Musk has just put a computer chip in a human brain. His startup called Neuralink has started human trials. 
Musk co-founded Neuralink in 2016. Eight years later, they have their first human test subject. A brain-computer interface, or BCI, brain-computer interface, the technology will allow people to control machines with their thoughts. Musk had a follow-up post. He says the first product is called telepathy. It will allow you to control your phone or computer just by thinking. And through them, you can control other devices. If it works, it could be a game changer, especially for people with some form of paralysis. They could benefit immensely from a technology like this. Here's what he wrote, and I'm quoting. Imagine if Stephen Hawking could communicate faster than a speed typist or auctioneer. That is the goal. A computer chip and other electronics will be inserted into the brain. This is the link in Neuralink. It's reportedly about the size of a few coins. The chip will be battery operated. It can be charged wirelessly, so no need to worry about replacing it, which would be hard anyway because it will be inserted directly into the brain. So replacement would be a problem. And this insertion will happen by a special surgical robot. They will put this chip into your brain. Yes, a robot, not a trained neurosurgeon. This is because, of, because one part of the link has wires directly hooked up to your brain. It is so intricate, apparently it cannot be done by humans, so you need a robot to do it. These wires or threads monitor your brain activity. They will read your thoughts and pass them onto the chip. The chip will then send a signal to an app on your phone or computer. That is how the setup works. Imagine driving a smart car with just your thoughts, or playing video games with your mind, or accessing all the information on the internet through your brain. Eventually, we could reach new heights of human capabilities, humans augmented with machine parts that are mind-controlled, like a cyborg in a sci-fi movie. But of course, there are drawbacks and threats too. Like almost every new technology, this too will be open to abuse. Imagine someone hacking your brain chip, reading your thoughts, controlling your robotic limbs. It's a terrifying prospect. And someone will likely manage to do it, so we need to be cautious. The next few weeks will tell us how far along the technology is and how long until you get such a chip in stores near you. Mm, wow. Can you imagine this? You know, Ricky, as I'm sitting here, I'm watching this with everyone else. We're all watching this and I can't help it. As I'm sitting here, I can't help it, but feel and think and have everything racing through my mind to see that we are truly living in a place where do we believe that they're at the place where they're trying to eliminate, erase, remove the God factor, yes. God as creator, God who has created being perfect in his image. And I sit here and I say, Lord, how is it that we have come to this point where they are doing everything in their power to remove and eliminate any trace of how God has created us? And Bishop, that's a question that I have for you is, do you, obviously we know we're sensing that we're seeing it, we know the truth, though, as well, that there is no other God. There is no one who could replace the living God. Amen. But I, I'm concerned that many will, we know this, we know this for our generations, many will accept this and many will become desensitized to this message that we just watched. Do you believe that? Wow. What an important word, desensitized. 
And what we're seeing here, you guys have put it so eloquently, I write in the book that everything that's being promised in AI seems to be a replica of the nine gifts of the Spirit. Every single thing that they say AI is going to do for us, we see the gifts of healing, we see the working of miracles, we see the discerning of spirits, they'll be able to tell your thoughts, we see word of wisdom, word of knowledge, they'll be able to predict the future because they're programming the future. So it seems like this replica is being developed that the Antichrist is going to be able to use, this false prophet will be able to utilize this kind of technology, even if he had no prophetic gifting at all. This technology could be used to make someone appear to be a prophet. These are, it's thrilling to see what they're trying to accomplish, the cure for cancer, the cure for blindness, the cure for paraplegics to engage with their environment. And it's going to continue. We're in the midst of an AI arms race. But as she said at the end there, someone is going to hack this. And when they hack it, they're going to hack your thoughts. The CIA and other government agencies and organizations have been working diligently over the last few decades on how to control human behavior, how to manipulate, subtly manipulate Manchurian candidates and cause people to do things that they would not normally do. This is just going to take it to a whole nother level. Bishop, I have, I have a question for you. Are you open to hard questions? <laughs> always, always. Bishop, what would you say to the Christian considering something like Neuralink? Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Listen, and the same thing with something that came out in 2020 as well. You don't need to be involved in any type of experiment. You're a child of God. You're not a guinea pig. And you don't need to be involved in any kind of experiment or anything that would circumvent your ability to make decisions. You know, there's been, and rightfully so, attacks against uh, demonic forms of meditation, demonic forms of yoga, that kind of thing, opening yourself up uh, to demon spirits. What if what we're seeing is, is technology that is specifically being crafted to open the door for demonic spirits to invade the human life? This whole idea of transhumanism, if you pay any attention to the World Economic Forum, you know that their goal is to be able to read your thoughts and then weed out those who they consider to be unhealthy for society. And so this is not something that anyone should be lining up for in the same way we saw people lining up to go hear an AI preacher. That may seem benign enough as it is, but actually getting this implanted in your brain, we have no idea what the consequences of this are going to be. So just a, a little encouragement from a backwoods preacher in North Carolina, stay as far away from it as you can. Amen. You know, this is so important. I, I can't believe you asked that question. I've been studying this for a long time along with dad. Yeah. Let me read you a quote. Professor Yuval Noah Harari. Mm -hmm. He said, this will be decided by the people who own the data. It's important because we have reached a point when we have hacked not just computers, we can hack human beings and other organs. You need a lot of computing powers and you need a lot of data. This will lead to re-engineering the future of life itself because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer all life for billions of years. This is about to change. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design, wow. not by some God above the clouds. But our intelligent design and the intelligent of our clouds, the IBM clouds, the Microsoft clouds, these are the new driving forces of evolution. Science will enable life, not God. End wow. of quote. Wow. Bishop, what do you think when there is a man like Harari saying science is what is going to give life no longer God? 
and you know that he is not some sort of fringe character, that he is he's actually backed by the some of the wealthiest people on the planet who are standing behind him and consider him to be a, a prophetic figure. Could he be a precursor to the false prophet? It's 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 an interesting question to ask. But this is what they're driving toward. They want to hack the human personality, the human spirit, in order to take control of it. And of course, their goal, is, as we've heard over and over again, is you will own nothing and you will like it. Well, how are you going to like it? Well, because they've hacked your personality. They've hacked your brain. They're telling you what you're going to like and what you're not going to like. And they want to control every aspect of your life so they can live however they want to live. But when you listen to them and you hear that quote, you can sense the nefarious nature behind it, that there is this a spirit behind it all. And this transhumanism movement, there's no stopping it. It's going to continue to march forward. So the only thing we can do as a church is address it. And they're scared of us. That's the reason why they try to censor and they try to ban, because they know that the truth has more power. So if we will stand up to be seen, speak up to be heard, we can halt the flooding tide of this agenda long enough to rescue this generation and see a revival. I truly believe that. Amen. Amen. You know, I I had recently shared on a a Jim Baker show, the PTL television network, I talked about how I truly believe that they want us to be digital beings first and then physical beings. That is the ultimate goal. Neuralink just proves that this is a a possibility that we would first be a digital being and then secondary, a physical being. I'd actually received an Instagram message from someone uh, that I regard as a friend. And they said, hey, I would recommend uh, to stop talking about that. People will like you more. And so I just said a simple response to him. I just said, no, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> how's my response? Because that's what it is, because the Lord has prompted us that we yes, need to be communicating man. with you about these kind of things. Yeah. And believer, like he said, if you are have any inkling in your spirit where you're considering something like this, run from that thought quickly. Get into a prayer closet with you and the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit fill you with good, good news, because that's what the Holy Spirit will do for you. Whenever you knock on the door, whenever you say, Holy Spirit, I want you to invade my life in every absolute aspect, even in the way that David in the Old Testament said, I need you to search my heart in places even I cannot search. Pray that same prayer, believer, if you are thinking about anything like this. And I really think it's vital that we communicate this warning with you. Please ensure that your foundation is not cracked. Your foundation is not swayed. You must believe 100% what the word of God says and stand on it. If the Bible calls it sin and says to turn away from it, you believer must call it sin and you must turn away from it. If the Bible says to cling to it, then you believer must cling to it. And that is our warning here on the PTL television network, the Jim Baker show. But I believe you believer that you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, that you have that good, good shepherd guiding you through this wilderness, that you don't have to worry, am I making the right or wrong decision? Because the Lord will prompt you in the right and wrong way. He'll let you know, please don't go that direction. There is nothing but death and destruction that way. Now, believer, he has given us free will and free choice to choose. And I prompt you every single day, wake up and say, God, I know I have the ability to sin, but please, Jesus, give me guidance throughout my day. And he will never leave you and he will never forsake you, believer. If you feel alone, just know you're not. The Holy Spirit is always there to guide you. If you feel like, "Mm, I don't know if the the blood sacrifice was good enough for me, just know that that is the lie from the enemy trying to deceive you. The blood sacrifice is good to cover all sin. The blood sacrifice is good to cover all iniquities. And believer, when you feel like, I'm not good enough for this. 
I'm not good enough to go out and evangelize. I'm not good enough to get behind a pulpit and preach the gospel. I'm not good enough to go out and share my testimony with someone else. Just know that is a lie from the enemy. The enemy knows that your testimony is powerful. The enemy knows that you have a message for somebody, a smile for somebody, a, a hope for somebody, that they may be in a dark place, but you simply reaching out and saying, Jesus loves you will change the trajectory of their life. You simply saying, believer, I love you enough to say, repent and believe the gospel could change the trajectory of their life. So don't be afraid to be bold because where it seems like there is a cliff to jump off of, the Holy Spirit will sustain you. God is good to meet you right where you are and to walk this journey with you. He'll never abandon you, believer. I'm looking at you right now and you feel like everything that has happened in this last year, 2023, God has abandoned you. You've lost family members through death. You feel like family has abandoned you because they no longer want anything to do with you because of your belief system. But believer, hold strong to the faith. Hold strong to Jesus. Hold strong to the Holy Spirit. And we are calling the prodigals home. Yes. Those sons and daughters who have rejected the message of Christ and said, we no longer want to hear about that. They will come home with questions and you believer will be there with love to accept them. Expect that phone call. I really feel that. I'm looking at you right now. Expect that phone call. Expect that message on Facebook to say, hey, I want to see if we can get together for a cup of coffee. Or can I come back home and talk to you for a little bit? Let them back into your home and love them back to Christ Jesus. That is the message. Now, Bishop, I didn't mean to get off track, but I believe that uh, this book is absolutely vital right now because where we as believers are to conquer these subjects, we're not afraid from them. We're supposed to conquer them. But the world is trying to do everything it can. When I say the world, I mean the the enemy, the enemy of our soul, the devil, is doing everything he possibly can to be the dominant force in this realm. The artificial intelligence realm, he's going to do everything he can to control it. You had made a comment that believers need to be at the forefront of this. Can you talk about that again? Yeah, we cannot afford. The stakes are too high. We cannot afford to leave this into the hands of the enemy. And I want to encourage everybody after what you just said to call that number on the screen right now. Receive prayer. Let them know that you prayed that prayer. Let them know that you're standing in faith with them. Go to the website, jimbakershow.com, and connect with them, partner with them for declaring this message. But they are pushing the stakes to a degree that we've never seen before. We as a church cannot afford to remain separate from it any longer and say, oh, that's silly and that's nonsense. You know, recently uh, a Belgian man died, committed suicide after a chatbot encouraged him to do that. He was having a, a conversation. People talk about artificial intelligence and uh, when it's going to gain consciousness, when we'll reach artificial general intelligence. And, and here's the most startling prediction uh, that I think uh, that I make in the book. It is this, that we will give it consciousness. We will impute to it consciousness long before it has it, that we're going to see people connecting emotionally with these chatbots, with these artificial intelligence uh, programs. And in, in an effort to remain tolerant, we're going to impute consciousness to these bots uh, so that this definition, this new definition of love can be included. That's going to be the most dangerous thing that happens. And I think we're going to see that in the next 12 to 24 months, you're going to see that happening. So this is why the church has to be intricately involved and at the forefront and speaking, because we have to declare the truth. We have to share our testimony. We have to tell people who Jesus is so they're not deceived by this fake love that's going to be promulgated by artificial intelligence. Amen. Beloved, be not deceived. 
Yeah. And in your book, you write about intelli- or artificial intelligence and the great deception. Now, can you tell us about that? Yeah, I believe that the Antichrist is, is going to use artificial intelligence in order to push his agenda forward. And so we, we've often wondered, how can one man control who buys, who sells, and keep track of all that? It's a, it's a fascinating Bible prophecy that's been allegorized, spiritualized, and many have tried to figure it out for centuries. But now that we reach the era of artificial intelligence, we actually have the technology right now for a small room filled with individuals can control the economy of the entire world by using artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence will know who's buying what, what they're buying it for, what they're involved in, and that's going to help promulgate the great deception and push it forward. Because as you so rightfully said, we aren't just going to forfeit our security um, in order for safety uh, or our freedoms for security. We're going to forfeit our freedoms for convenience. And as he develops this technology, the Antichrist and his system develop this technology, we're going to see people just giving themselves over to it just so easily because they want the convenience of it, not realizing that they're giving themselves over to the manipulation of these algorithms. You can go on ChatGPT right now and ask it how to write a certain post in order to convince people, and it'll take what it knows from the breadth of the internet, of the human psyche, and write for you uh, some sort of script that's going to convince someone to think a certain thing, to believe a certain thing. That's what we're seeing, by the way, versus what the military has. The military has 10 times more than what we're seeing. Bad actors and nations around the world have access to technology that's 10 times better than anything we're seeing right now. And we're already being manipulated by it. And it's time for us to wake up. Absolutely. You know what's unbelievable is when you look at the trajectory of the development that they're rolling out, you have to go back to what we talked about and and on this program. Pastor Jim prophesied that there will be a war on words. That's right. I went back and researched, okay, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And when you understand when a kingdom wants to colonize over a territory, the first thing they do is change their language. That's right. Right. Understand that the language and the battle over words right now is not something that, oh, we're going to mess with what, what it means to be a boy and a girl. It's everything is calculated to the very point because if you are able to destroy the people's language, you have to understand that language reshapes or shapes culture. It shapes the way people think. It shapes the ethical transition of what people are going to do. It changes the meaning, the affection. Language is powerful. And when you understand that computer is all about rewriting language, you have to understand that they are changing the way we think, the way we carry ourselves, the ethical matters, the, 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 the way the culture behaves. Everything changes and it has a starting point, which is language. Amen. How do you know you're a Christian? Your language. When you speak, people know that you're a different human person. How do you know I'm a different from a different nation? It's because of my language. My accent separates me from being an American. Mm. Understand that the language is so key. And if you don't understand, you have to get this book. 
this book will give you an insight to understand the language because you're going to get deceived in the language that they're transmitting over social media, over television, over almost everything is about language. And if you don't understand it, you might sign that box and enter into a world that there's no return from it. That's why I believe many people are going to be deciding over their fate, over their free will, Ricky. Like you mentioned, everything that's about free will, you're giving up something in order to gain something. When a mother is so desperate over her child, either they die or they live, what is the ethical decision that you have to make? No woman, no mother wants to see their child on deathbed. And they can come and tell you, we can give him life if... You understand how they're going to put you against the wall and the decision-making? And if you don't understand the word that he is the healer, that he is the one that gives life, not science, going back to what you were mentioning, but they're using language, Ricky, deception. Ricky, you you have talked about it many, many times. Matthew 24 talks about deception three times. That's right. I can't believe you asked that question, but then again, I can because you study the word but we are living in that moment right now that deception can be easily received by a believer. That's right. And they've created these algorithms on social media. And I do not believe by any means social media is a horrible thing because we have the ability to spread the gospel on it. Believer, you need to get out there and share your testimony on social media. You need to get out there and do Facebook lives, Instagram lives, TikTok lives. You need to get out there and preach the gospel every single chance that you have. But Mondo, they are creating algorithms that pollute the children's minds. I mean, you can see it. We did a test the other day just off a brand new account scrolling. Within the first 10 posts, how many of them had uh, pornographic content on it? It was probably, what, three or four? Maybe not pornographic in the sense of full nudity, but, uh, you know, sexual alluded comments or jokes, sexual alluded uh, motions happening on screen. And we thought, this is what they're feeding a brand new account to somebody on a phone that hasn't been used. This is what they think needs to be fed immediately. And it's that age range of people. They target you. You need to watch your children's phones. You need to watch your grandchildren's phones. See what they're watching when they go and scroll on a social media platform. I'm not saying you need to go out there and monitor so heavily, but make sure they're watching the right things. Make sure they're watching things that exalt the Lord. I have a very strict list of things that my children are allowed to watch. I mean, I've shared it with you guys. There's a few shows. She can watch some claymations from like the 80s. She absolutely loves. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it on here or not, but she there's a few things that she absolutely loves. And we do allow her some screen time. I'll be honest with you. We don't you know, completely pull that away from her. We allow her to watch the, the TV, but we monitor very closely absolutely. what she is watching. No, no, we were actually experiencing this. I think it was either me or you or me or little Lori, mm-hmm. where an ad on a streaming platform popped up and that advertisement was 15 minutes long. Yes. So a full length show, essentially right, 15 minutes long. And it was promoting the LGBTQ scenario through a children's cartoon, Right. a children's cartoon. Yeah. It shows you whose minds they're going after. And uh, Bishop, I know for a fact, you know, they are attacking aggressively yeah. the children's minds. Mm. Yeah, that's why my children watch the Andy Griffith show. That's what they watch growing up. We watch a lot of Andy Griffith. We watch uh, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. That's a good one as yep. well. Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> uh, we wouldn't have the troubles we have today in America if every child was forced to watch the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> you know, we would have, wouldn't have the issues, but you're exactly right. And this all plays into that end-time deception. 
And it's not just going to be kids. Now we have adults who have been, or they're in their 20s, who've been raised with this kind of social media uh, type technology since they, they can remember. And there's a chapter in my book actually called Project Blue Beam. Every Christian needs to know about Project Blue Beam. This is the only Christian book I know of that actually talks about this. Project Blue Beam is the idea that the powers that be are going to use this artificial intelligence, this amazing technology, in order to simulate an Armageddon-type messianic event to make people believe it's either aliens or the Messiah to cause them to come underneath a new world order. And so we've got to be aware of all of the strategies of the enemy. In fact, I released a blog a couple days ago called uh, Project Trust, which is an actual government operation that was used to deceive the public. We've got to know the enemy's strategies. We've got to know what he has done in the past, what he plans to do in the future. And Project Bluebeam, the chapter that I have on that, actually reveal um, concerning alien entities and UFOs, government documents, previously classified government documents that showed that they conspired to destroy documents concerning Project Blue Book and other alien technology, which ties into artificial intelligence. So let me say this very, very quickly. People ask, when we're talking about aliens and we're talking about UFOs, is this military technology? Is it hoaxes? Is it some sort of demonic entity? Or is it some sort of transhumanist technology where humans have kind of evolved through technology and artificial intelligence? The question, the answer is, it's all of the above. And I, and I document all of that in the book. So we've got to be, we've got to have our eyes wide open. We have to be awake and know how to give an answer for the hope that lies within us in these last days. Amen. Amen. You know, I've, I've said this many, many times. I had the honor and the joy of serving in the United States military. I still do in the capacity of the guard, and I absolutely love it. But I've, I've said this, and you guys have heard me say this too. If you have seen a new technology unveiled by the military, just know they had it 20 years ago. Just know they had it 20 years ago. If they're unveiling it to you, just know it, it wasn't last year they decided to start working on something like this. So as we see these advancements in military technology right. with AI, just know they've been working on it for decades. Hmm. Now, you talked about aliens and UFOs, and we have seen that uh, a ton in the news. Now, we need to unveil the truth behind the UFOs. Are these angelic visitations or are they demonic deceptions, Bishop? Yeah, I'm so glad we're having this conversation. Again, I never thought I would be the one to have the alien guy, to have... <laughs> You know, to have this, I'm a word guy. I'm Amen. not the alien guy. I'm the word guy. Amen. But I, I'm not going into this subject matter. This subject matter has come into my realm, into my yes. world, especially when we see Congress, we see the Department of Defense, we see the Pentagon talking about how they have retrieved craft of non-human origin. And people say, is this a psychological operation or is this, or is this actually real? And the answer to the question is both. The answer is yes to both. Uh, we have seen in, I believe it was 2022, more than 500 UAP sightings, uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon. We used to call them UFOs, and, was, and people would jokingly say, well, you know, I see something in the sky. I don't know what it is. Therefore, it's a UFO. Now, that's not how they define those things. These are things that the U.S. military has looked at with all of their technology, with all of their resources. They can't identify it, and now there's more than 501-year things that they, they can't explain. They don't know where it comes from. The, the American public has shifted on this. We've, for the first time in American history, there are more people who believe in aliens than believe in God, based on a recent poll. Isn't that shocking? More people, and the church is just sitting back. This is why we need to talk about this, because there are more people in America who believe in UFOs than who believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. We need to turn the tide. 
And so are these extraterrestrials, I don't think there's any evidence, and I walk through the book all the different, I, I give you examples of actual close encounters of the third kind and of the fourth kind, testimony of what's happened. I don't think there's any evidence that there are entities coming from outer space, extraterrestrial, but there's plenty of evidence that it is interdimensional. Now, this is the reason why when you're reading the news, they're no longer saying uh, aliens, they're not saying extraterrestrial, they're saying non-human origin is what they're saying. And in the clip, in that trailer, we play from uh, Luis Elizondo, who was a part of the DOD's investigation into unmanned aerial phenomenon. He was speaking to someone high up on the chain in the Department of Defense and talking about what this is. And the guy said, you got to back off. You got to back off because you don't realize what you're dealing with. He said, what are you talking about? He said, have you read your Bible? Well, yes. And he indicated these are demonic entities, demonic spirits that we're dealing with. Well, why would they do this? Well, they do it to get us off of the Word of God. That's the reason why in this book I tell you about all of these interesting encounters, but I'm bringing you back to the Word, the only pillar and ground of truth that we have today. The Word is a lamp unto our feet. The Word is a light unto our path. The Word can break in pieces all of the deceptions of the enemy that are in front of us. we got to get back to the Word, but we need to know how to apply that Word to what we're seeing in the news today, and that's what the book is all about. Amen. Amen. Got to get the book. That's it. That's, that's what right. I keep saying. I'm like, listen, as you're watching right now, you have to get this book. I believe the Jim Baker Show. I'm like, listen, we have the opportunity. Let's get it out there. Let's make it a bestseller. I believe that's how important this message yeah. is, that we get this into as many hands as we possibly can. Now is the time. This is the message of the hour. Really this is. is truly the thing that is happening right before our eyes. And we have, you and I, we have the opportunity to bring truth, to bring and unveil the truth of what is taking place, to bring clarity yes. into a topic that many believers stray away from. And I urge you to open your mind as you read this book, open your mind, ask the Holy Spirit to open your mind to see what it is that he's trying to accomplish in this world. Nothing surprises God. No. None of these things, the UFOs, the aliens, none of these topics surprise God. They don't take him off guard. He's not sitting in heaven saying, oh, I never thought that that would come. No, he knew. But then guess what? He's also prepared a way for us. Amen. He's prepared a way gone before us every day. He goes before us to help us navigate. But then also, as we are seeing in these days, bringing topics, bringing speakers, guests, prophetic voices who will help us navigate this. So I encourage you right now, go to the website, jimbakershow.com. You can click on that Destiny image and Nori Media affiliate page. You can order the book through our website there, or you can call our toll-free number. That number is 1-888-988-1588. Let them know that you want to order the brand new book, Summoning the Demon, AI, Aliens, and the Antichrist. Amen. Order it today. You Amen. know, I don't mean to brag, but this ministry was the first ministry that dealt publicly with aliens by bringing L.A. Marzulli here, Dr. Tom oh, Horn, yes. to talk about CERN. And I want to tell you something. Don't go out and look for this information on the secular world. You will get into an abyss yes. that you won't get out of. You got to have a biblical yes. perspective on this matters and understand that it is so biblical. That's right. Yet here we are once again in the forefront 
of offering this type of material to yes, help you, exciting, to amen. equip you, to allow you to navigate through this water because your people want to know this. Pastor, evangelist, if you don't start teaching this, you're going to lose your audience. This is where people are right now. That's why millions of Christians are, are listen, it's amazing to me because People think that, you know, it's the young people that are flooding YouTube. And, and yeah, in one part, yeah, in one part they are. But when you look at the statistics of the numbers of the age group from 55 years old mm -hmm. up, up, they're, they're, they're researching and they're watching YouTube. Nice. They're, I got a friend that doesn't watch TV anymore. They're researching. But if they're not researching the right thing, right. you're in trouble. Amen. You got to call that number right now. Get the book. Order one or two or three. We used to have the baker's dozen in the family. Listen, you can still do that. We need that. We need to evangelize with the message. You may yeah. not be able to be equipped to preach this message, but you are equipped to buy a book and share it. Yes, How about that? It. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If you're just tuning in for the first time, we are talking about Bishop Alan DiDio's newest book, Summoning the Demon. AI, Aliens, and the Antichrist, mm. and I want you to watch this book trailer. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries, yeah. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? He asked me point blank, have you read your Bible lately? And I said, well, sir, I think I know what it says. And he said, well, then you would know that these things are, are demonic. And it turns out that actually, yes, these things have been shot down and crashed and the U.S. government has the wreckage. There's just no question that some of the reports seem to tell of the sort of thing that you find in poltergeist phenomena. I mean, with artificial intelligence, we are summoning a demon. Mm. Amen. Bishop Alan DiDio, this is an important book. Yes. On the works that you have done, how important is this new book that you just released? This, I think this is the most important book that I've ever released. And it, it, I was watching that trailer, and I get goosebumps whenever I watch it, because you see those classified documents. I actually place those classified documents in the book. You'll see actual photocopies of them, be able to read those classified documents from Project Blue Book and beyond. But it's so important because I think that this is on the cutting edge. The church has not yet grasped how important these subject matters are, but the world has. They're already diving into it. They've got decades of being kind of programmed to think about aliens a certain way, to think about AI a certain way. And the church to me seems ill-prepared to give an answer to all of these things. So that's the purpose of the book. This book can be used for a Bible study, a life group can be used in your church, Wednesday night, midweek service study, to, because it's all going to get you back to the Word and show you how to evangelize with these subjects. That's why I think it's so important. Who isn't interested in talking about aliens, right? People say the things you can't talk about at the dinner table with family or during Christmas is politics and religion, but everybody wants to talk about aliens and artificial intelligence. 
And so it's a great way to open the door for the preaching of the gospel and show how these things have been predicted in the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Well, I'll say in the Baker household, I think we misheard that phrase decades ago because all <laughs> yes. we talk about at Thanksgiving and Christmas yes. is politics <laughs> and religion. Right. Um, so, you know, I know you, our faithful partners, you probably do the same thing, uh, but it's okay. You know, just let them know there's only one way to heaven. Amen. That is Jesus right. Christ. And never back down from that position, friend. Amen. Now, you talked about Project Blue Book, and that had my attention. But I, I want to know, why are people so fascinated with Skinwalker Ranch? It has become one of the most popular um, television shows out there about this ranch that was uh, purchased some years ago. And investigations began at the ranch of the strange phenomenon of lights of encounters with um, spiritual entities, as well as cattle mutilations. It seems to be a convergence point. And uh, the recent owners, uh, I, I, his name eludes me. I, I go through in detail about him purchasing the property and things like that in the book. He has really brought an amazing investigative team together. And some people say they're over-sensationalizing it. I think they've done an amazing job of bringing in all different sources and looking at it. But it shows you how the technology the military, as well as the supernatural come together. And what was shocking in a recent interview, the current owner of the ranch says that he's kind of evolved in his position and he has come to believe that these aren't extraterrestrials, that this is actually a demonic force, an evil demonic entity. And I think that's fascinating. So that's, that's what I'm talking about when I say we take these issues and we bring them back to the gospel. It seems like every other person is watching Skinwalker Ranch. Well, what are we supposed to say about that as believers? Well, I lay out the history of Skinwalker Ranch in the book and tell you what the Bible says about these entities, and it's really fascinating. Amen. And I believe every person should get this book. You can go to jimbakershow.com. It is our Nori Media Destiny Image affiliate program. You can get the book there, or you can call us at 1-888-988-1588 and call us right now, or you can scan that QR code. This is a very important book. It's Summoning the Demon, AI, Aliens, and the Antichrist mm -hmm. by Bishop Alan DiDio. Now, Bishop, I'll say we had some people uh, call in and say, we didn't ask you enough questions last show. So I'm going to rapid fire some questions <laughs> off to you in the last seven minutes of this broadcast. The first one is, how should Christians respond to the technological breakthrough that has taken over our lives? Number one, don't run from it. Yes. Dominate it. Yeah. Learn to That's master it. Amen. Amen. We, it's, it's like it's like Goliath's sword. Yeah. David Amen. took enemy technology and he used it against the enemy. It, Haman's gallows was used against Haman. So Haman, so you have to not run from it, but engage it. And by simply sharing this message, sharing this video, and getting in front of as many people as possible, you're doing that. You're helping to engage the algorithms and use it for the gospel. So let's use it for kingdom. Yes. Praise God. Amen. Now, the next question we got is, is there a connection between artificial intelligence and the digital dollar that are, is moving here in the United States trying to push us to a cashless society? Well, how are they going to monitor the digital dollar? Well, they're going to use artificial intelligence. That's how they're going to do it. How is the Antichrist going to monitor the, uh, uh, monitor the fiscal system of the world? The only way he can do that is through artificial intelligence. And so that's why we're seeing now the U.S. government and others trying to get a hold of the digital dollar. They're trying to get a hold of uh, digital currencies. That's why I sensed in my spirit that there's a there's a currency war that is coming, not only with other nations inflating their currency, but uh, who is going to rise to the top as far as digital currencies are concerned, and how is the U.S. government going to try to control it 
so that they can manipulate your finances. It's it's a really important subject for us to be aware of and stay on top of. Amen. And I truly believe that this is a vital book for you, the believer, to get. Bishop Alan DiDio has spent, I can only imagine, the amount of time yeah, pouring into this research. Yeah. As I read it, it truly captivated me. I didn't want to put it down, but I realized I need some sleep Thank if you. we're going to do a good show. <laughs> um, so I really believe that this is going to be something that captivates you. It is not a book that is written in the form of theatrics. It is a book that is written simply with the facts. And it shows you that the facts and the truth are enough to captivate yes, you. That's right. And you can go to jimbakershow.com or you can give us that call. It is important. I said it before and I want to say it again. Order this for your pastor. Yeah. Order this for a small group. Order this for you to read and then give that's away right. to somebody else. Marcel, you were just talking. We're going to put a baker's dozen of yes, this up on right. our website. I have to. I'm like, guess what? If Jim Baker was sitting right here with us, he'd be looking over at me and saying, get me the baker's dozen for this book. <laughs> so, Dad, I know you're watching. We're going to do this. We're going to we're also I'm going to work with the publishers to get a one book, a three book and the baker's dozen. 13. That's how important this book is. You have to order it. You have to spread this. The gospels throughout this. I love how you right. bring the truth. You bring the facts. But there are scriptures that help us to know the word of God discusses every topic that is happening right now that we are living through. The, it is in the word of God. And so call that toll free number 1-888-988-1588. Let them know you want to order the Baker's Dessin. Amen. Hey, I don't want to get in trouble with the partners. I got to keep asking you questions, Bishop. This is another question. Here. Explain what you write about the resurgence of the Nephilim in the digital age, and how should Christians yeah. respond to this? Well, the Nephilim, of course, begins in the book of Genesis, where we see the the seed of the enemy merging with the, the fallen angels, merging with the daughters of men, and creating a race of giants. And I go through the history of that in the book, but Nephilim can even expand beyond that. It can be this transhumanist if you take demonic technology and merge it with modern humanity, you are in effect creating a new Nephilim on, on the scene. And the Bible seems to indicate in the book of Daniel, there's a prophecy concerning the Antichrist that he will be a Nephilim, that he'll be a Nephilim-like creature. Now, does that mean that it'll be some sort of angelic DNA merged with humans, or does it mean that there's this demonic technology that is then merged with humans. I lay out the possibilities for you in the book, but it's really fascinating to consider. And if we shouldn't study it, it wouldn't be in the Bible. People say, well, that's not interesting to me who the Antichrist is and all that kind of stuff. Well, is, for example, is Adam the first man? Is that an important subject? You weren't there for that. And he's mentioned 50 times in the Bible. Well, the Antichrist is mentioned more than 100 times in the Bible. And it's important for us to understand his personality as well as his spirit that's already operating in the earth today. Yes. Amen. Yes. And it truly Amen. is. This book will uh, bring you insight, but it'll also bring you hope and it will bring you joy to know that we serve the one Thank true Jesus. living yes. God, Jesus yes. Christ. Amen. And that message is for you, believer. Yes, Marcella, I want to uh, just thank the partners at this point. Yes. You guys are the reason that we get to come and share messages like we have with Bishop Alan DiDio. Yeah. You guys are the reason that we get to continue to spread the gospel on the airwaves over and over and over. And Pastor Jim lets us know almost every single conversation we have, yeah. take care of the partners, make sure that you tell the partners you love them. And we do. Yeah. You guys are truly like family to us. Amen. We meet you in person. 
and it may be the first time we're meeting you, but it feels like you have known us for a long time. You knew what yeah. I, you knew what I, uh, sports I played when I was That's in high school. It, Ricky, you knew, yes. you know, you knew, I, my dad told you I, uh, didn't do very good in my English class, my junior <laughs> year of high school. <laughs> right. You know, all the information we love you because you I guys have that. truly become family yeah. to us. So we want to just say thank, thank you. you. And yes. Marcel, one of the greatest things we did is we started adding this PTL pin yes, in with PTL the double pin. blessing offer. Yes. And I do, I want to say thank you to all of our partners who are standing with us during this time. You're giving and you're, you've joined and been a part of the double blessing offering. And so what does that mean? That means that any gift, any donation amount that you're able to send to help support our ministry here in the Voice of the Prophets Network, we are matching it. And so you yes. can see behind me, we are matching it with gifts that we have in our warehouse. Our team is down there and they're handpicking items and we're matching the value of your love gift to the ministry. Amen. And we want to bless you in that way. And as Ricky said, for this month, anyone who gives any amount to that double blessing offering, along with your gifts that you're going to receive, we're also including this PTL lapel pin. And this is just a reminder to pray for your friend, Pastor Jim Baker and the Voice of the Prophets Network. That's right. I wear mine on all my suit coats and I absolutely love yes. it because I want people to know that I love Jim Baker's PTL Television Amen. Network. We stand with it. And Pastor Jim, as I said, you can ask people to donate to the ministry, but we want to choose to give something yes, back. Yes. It's why we do what we do. What we do. Yes. It's important that it's Pastor Jim's heart and that heart will continue on for generations that we want Amen. to ensure that you are blessed in return. And it will come in this nice blue velvet yes, box. This is a right. pen. And what this does for us, I'm going to be honest with you, it's a little bit selfish because what this does for us is it allows us to know that you are wearing it and you're praying for us. Your prayers are the greatest things for us. That is what keeps us going. That is truly what keeps us sustained. So would you continue to spiritually stand with us yes. as we continue to bring you the truth here on Jim Baker's PTL Television Network? If you did, then we appreciate it. And if you are going to start today, we want to say welcome to the PTL family. And as Jim yes. Baker always says, God loves you. He really does. Amen. Bye -bye for today. We love you guys. Here at the Jim Baker Show, we are so excited to announce that we are doing our annual Ready Now Preparedness Expo. I want you to save the date. It begins on Thursday, April 11th through Sunday, April 14th. Go to our website. You can visit it there at jimbakershow.com to see all the lineup of prophetic guest speakers, vendors that will be here to help you in your preparedness journey, along with practical seminars and teachings and classes that will help you to be prepared. Remember, you can visit our website, www.jimbakershow.com for more information. Join Jim and Lori Baker every day as they welcome anointed teachers. Remember that God loves you. He really does. And the most dynamic personalities from around the world as we share grace and restoration. Power over the gods. You know, the Bible says, who is like you, O Lord? You never know who is going to be on The Jim Baker Show. If you want to see more content like this, like, share, and subscribe, or go to watchjimbakershow.com.